0: Welcome to The One Podcast. Own your potential and own your worth. This is the podcast that gives you access to the world's top mentors, people who have inspired and guided me to believe that anything is possible. These are the people that give you the rubber meets the road, how-to information that I wish I would have always had when I was thinking about starting, growing, or scaling my venture. These are the people that help us believe that one person with a clear vision and committed heart can change the world. I'm Ingrid Vanderbilt, your host. Now let's get started. Hi, everybody, it's Ingrid VanderVelde here. We are back again in this next segment on leadership with Brian Grimm, the president of the Religious Freedom and Business Foundation. Welcome, Brian. It's great Good. to talk to you again.
1: Good to talk to you.
0: So, Brian, in the last segment, we talked about confidence, and in this one, we want to talk about leadership. And uh, I'm just so intrigued by you and your story, and uh, for those of you who are listening, I mean, here we are talking to this global leader. Again, he chairs the role of faith uh, committee at Davos, World Economic Forum. And here is this amazing leader in you, Brian, who finds yourself in situations with political leaders, with the United Nations. We were just talking about, again, you were in the building on the day, the building uh, on the day that Russia uh, was dissolved. You were with the president of Kazakhstan. You were uh, working alongside Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter is a very openly strong faith-based person, which is just beautiful. But how the heck, Brian, do you show up into these meetings and in a way that somebody of, let's say, the Muslim faith or of no faith uh, or the Baptist faith, they are welcoming to you and open to hear what you have to say. How do you bridge that when when you might be coming from such different uh, fundamental beliefs, if you will?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So, I, I, going back to what I mentioned at the end of the last segment, the this connection between faith and reason uh, is very important. So, from a, from my faith, um, you know, one of the most powerful parables that Jesus ever told, um, at least to me, is the story of the Good Samaritan. And, mm. And ask who's my neighbor and then um, you know you're supposed to love God what are the most important commandments love God and love your neighbor as yourself and and then the, the young lawyer says who's my neighbor and then Jesus tells the story of the Samaritan who was a foreigner with a foreign religion who was the hero of the story taking care of this poor guy beaten up and left for dead beside the road while religious leaders just walked by and left him for dead um, so that's the faith that I bring, uh, in, in working with others. It's, it's not a, uh, it's not a faith that calls us, us and them, but Jesus made the them, the hero of the story. He made yeah. the Samaritan, the foreigner with the foreign religion, the, the one who was the hero. So as we work with Muslims or Hindus or atheists or anyone who's a, a different faith, um, I think Jesus would have that same perspective that, he might make them the the hero of, of a, a parable he might tell today, and so um, you know that's that's what we're called to do is our love our neighbor as ourselves, and and then the the second is uh, so that that sets the disposition for interaction uh, with people that are different, but then the second is I uh, mentioned the faith and the reason, so it's important to be able to have um, useful information useful. Uh, ideas, useful knowledge uh, to share with people. So I mentioned I'd gone back later in life to get a PhD, and I got it in quantitative sociology, which is a kind of um, like studying, and I study religion. So I study religion from an economic point of view. So just like an economist studies the economy, I study religion using the same tools. And so from that, then I've Um, pioneered the measurement of religious freedom around the world and and other measurements of religion. Uh, And then as you measure something, then you can see how it relates to other things. So where you have more religious freedom, you have less violence, where you have more religious freedom, you have more sustainable economies where you have more Hmm. religious freedom, you have more innovation. So these are talking points that no matter what your faith is, um, whether you're, you know, a Communist Party boss in China or um, an imam from Saudi Arabia, those things, are, you can talk about them as factual information and discuss what it might mean for a society.
0: Mm. Is there, I'm just curious, uh, just if you would give some, some examples of leaders out there that you really, that inspire you. Uh, I, I'd just be curious who they are. Who do you look up to as as somebody that that you, outside of the Lord Jesus himself, who are some of the the leaders out there that you uh, really aspire to to be like?
1: Well, you've mentioned Jimmy Carter, uh, or I've mentioned him and you've mentioned him back. Um, I think, you know, regardless of whatever your politics are, um, I think most people agree he's the best ex-president we've ever had. And you know he, he's used that position um, to uh, promote free and fair elections, to promote um, you know women's equality, to promote uh, compassion in the world, to promote media transparency uh, and peace. Um, and so he's used that uh, sort of bully pulpit of being an ex-president uh, to do good and. Over and over, and and of course he teaches Sunday school every Sunday in uh, in his in his uh, church back in Plains, Georgia, and uh, you know that's one of the hottest tickets in town. You know if you can, uh, it's free, but you know you have to get signed up to come. And and so he's taking his faith. He's taking. He's also a graduate of the United States Naval Academy and nuclear engineering, and he worked on subs and. Uh, my wife works i 'm at the u s Naval Academy right now. my wife works here and we live here so you know he 's got this tremendous background of science of service to the country uh, and then you know politics um, but then what he's done since uh, since being president is such a a wonderful example so that that calling to service he's he's lived out and i mean i've I think he's 92. I'm, I'm not his exact age, but he's just as strong in in that sense of calling to his faith and service as he has as he's always been.
0: Mm. Well, now that that you've used him uh, as an example, I have to ask the question: Have you ever considered running for office yourself?
1: Only when things weren't working out in other other spheres of life, and I thought, oh, that would be something to do, and then <laughs> I, I discard that. Uh, but I am going on Wednesday. I'm speaking at the State Department. They're having a large ministerial and religious freedom. Uh, and so they've invited delegates from around the world. 80 different countries are being represented and, and uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo will be hosting the event. Uh, Vice President Pence will be speaking. Um, so I, you know, I I find that with the skills and knowledge and approaches that I have that it's useful to provide people um in power in government with good information and ideas so i I see that i can do that in a way that whether republicans are in the white house or democrats are in the white house that the same information can help inform and and hopefully better their um, better their decisions and policies
0: well one last question on on leadership then and that begs the question of uh outside of just your uh faithful calling, but what what is really driving your why? What are you really uh, looking to? You're obviously in this um, amazing leadership position recognized around the world, welcomed into conversations that a lot of people might not ever experience. And it gives you this um, amazing insight and access to, to global things that are going on. And so what What is, at the end of the day, what are you ultimately trying to accomplish? What is your why?
1: Um, Well, it comes down to being faithful to the calling that God's given. And if I can finish life feeling that I have um, been faithful to the end, uh, then that will be the why. So it's, and faith, being faithful is not just a job or a, you know, what I'm doing in life. It's, you know, who I am as a husband, a father, grandfather, um, friend and person. So um, that's really what I'm, you know, aspiring to is to live that faithful life to the end.
0: Well, Brian, thank you so much. The the next session that we're going to go into is a discussion about money money is often a topic that so many people avoid. And at the same time, it's the topic that they think about most next to their faith, if you will. So uh, we we so appreciate you in this segment on leadership and come and join us again. We're going to jump into money. Thank you again for listening to The One Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Ivy. If you enjoyed today's episode and would love to hear more, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Anchor, where you can listen to new episodes. Be sure to leave us a review and let us know what you think. For more information about myself or the Empowering a Billion Women by 2020 movement initiative, visit EBW2020. Our hashtag is 1 billion strong. Until next time. See you then.